Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Welcome to the next edition of the Carrots and Cake podcast, and this is going to be a special episode because I have a guest today. Um, I have Kat from Half Athletic, and this is really cool because I wish she and her business existed when I was in the midst of my pregnancy, doing CrossFit, <laughs> not knowing what the heck I was doing. Um, but Hatch Athletic is a pregnancy and postpartum resource for athletic women. Um, and I'm just really excited to dive into what um, it is all about, all the things that they have to offer. Um, I'm going to let Kat just jump right into it, tell you who she is, what she's all about, what her program's about. Um, and also, we have some good stuff coming up as far as just the mindset behind um, athletic and pregnancy, um, patients, <laughs> community, um, lots of good stuff to talk about. So definitely stay tuned for that. So um, Kat, do you want to take it away and tell us who you are? Tell us how Hatch Athletic came about and just, you know, just your background. Yeah, sure. Well, firstly, thanks, Tina, so much for having me on, on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here and uh, to talk all things, like you say, all things pregnancy, postpartum, athleticism I guess you'd say I'm I, I'm Kat I, I I own Hatch Athletic but I'm also a physiotherapist first and foremost um for for over 10 years now um from the UK and I now live in Sydney so uh with my partner Tom and little boy Ralphie who's nearly two now that goes quickly though doesn't it oh my god <laughs> I keep calling him my baby but he's not my baby anymore um and yeah, essentially, I sort of came, came headlong into this pregnancy journey as an athlete, first and foremost, and I'm also a CrossFit coach, but, but I was a quite competitive CrossFit athlete, um, physiotherapist, CrossFit coach, just headlong into pregnancy, and uh, I, I guess you could say hit, hit a brick wall. <laughs> um, I was one of those mums uh, or, or mums-to-be that had a really rubbish pregnancy experience um, from the get-go and um, I, I was faced with lots and lots of different challenges along the journey and as someone who is very performance driven, very perfectionist, very athletic, very used to getting results and seeing results and loving those results, um, I found it probably the most challenging part of my entire life. <laughs> Um, and so that, I guess that's what brought me to start looking and learning and wanting to explore and sort of find answers and find my community. And there was nothing. There was absolutely nothing there. So I, I guess that's how Hatch came about. And that's, that's what Hatch Athletic is, is um, I designed a digital pregnancy and postpartum resource for athletic women and by athletic women I I'm, I'm basically sort of grouping this this group of women who who train very hard essentially in a functional space 
so we're talking one of those gym spaces that ha doesn't have a lot of kit so you're using your body a lot you're using a lot of free weights you're using dumbbells kettlebells barbells um perhaps integrating gymnastics movements in there crossfit for example hit weightlifting olympic weightlifting bodybuilding all these types of sports that are getting so much more common now um and it, so it's sort of targeted at, at women that that really love to go hard and love to feel uncomfortable i guess um and also women that love to see results um and it just grew and grew and grew and grew and resources upon resources upon resources and a big blog then turned into ebooks and videos um and i also published um a rather large dense comprehensive um postpartum program for 12 weeks for women that are wanting to rehab after their babies and then recently we've launched a whole pregnancy course as well so um that would that takes people through through pregnancy advice as well so yeah it's growing it's continuing to grow <laughs> yeah that is awesome and i mean just like what i was saying i mean when I was pregnant with my son, there was nothing out there. And it was funny yeah. because, you know, I had a CrossFit coach and I mean, asking him, you know, what I should do. I mean, he didn't know. I mean, he didn't even, he didn't even have kids, you know what I mean? So it was just one of those experiences where we were just kind of winging it. And I mean, even my OBGYN, she was just like, you know, just do what feels good. Don't do anything that's going to like hurt you or the baby. If it feels weird, just stop. But it just wasn't great guidance. You know, it was just kind of like, we don't really know what to do. So I love that you have this, you know, organized plan. You have like so many resources, so many things to offer women, because that's the thing. I, I still wanted to work out, be competitive, you know, still have that part of my life. But yeah, I had a, a tiny human growing in my, my belly, so I couldn't do all the things, but I still wanted to work out. Um, so yeah, I mean, tell me um, a little bit about um, your journey as far as your pregnancy and, you know, um, how all this, you know, came yeah. together with that. Cause I'm sure it, it probably expired this experience or this, this whole thing. Yeah. I think, I think Tina, you raise a really good point there. And that is that um, you, you are, you're in a new body, essentially, you've got this tiny human on board, um, but you're essentially doing a really highly skilled, highly intense sport. And if you could just go on Google and search pregnancy fitness, you're going to get loads of it. And I mean, loads of it. So by, by the conversation that we're having and, and to, to your audience right now, what I think, I, I feel like I need to clarify, there is a lot of pregnancy fitness opinion out there on general you know see how you go listen to your body you know take it gently you know fitness is very good for you so keep keep moving guys keep moving yeah. <laughs> um but unfortunately our population our demographic we love to redline we love to lift body weight we love to go hard so that we're rolling around on the floor afterwards we are I would say we're a specific species, <laughs> um, you know, and uh, we've we've got a quite a competitive driven mindset as well. So um, what we're talking about in terms of there's no information out there, it's for that group. It's mm. for that. Group of um, and there really isn't. I mean, when was the last time we went to a GP and said, hey, dude, like, can I can I roll around on the floor until I feel like I can't breathe anymore after a workout? Probably not. So I, th I think 
and also we're, we're used to going harder than I, than is normally comfortable you used to being uncomfortable and that, that to us is, is seen as a positive thing in all our training when we're not pregnant is that we're going to make progress if we get really uncomfortable and we get we get doms we get that muscle soreness you know or we get that incredible fatigue um and we see that as a positive you know we're training hard we're going to we're going to get results so in answer in a very long-winded answer to your question which was can you tell me a bit about your pregnancy is that's that's where i was coming from i was i was training double days um, I was eating an incredible amount. I was supplementing myself with proteins, BCAA supplements. Um, I was I was doing squat programs. I was doing deadlift programs, and I was I was working out to the point of red line. You know that point where you literally can't work out any harder. Um, very regularly, and yes, there was nothing there. So, um, from a physical point of view, from my first trimester, I was racked with nausea from week seven to week 20. Mm -hmm. I can relate. I mean, everyone says at 12, 13 weeks, you're going to, you're going to start to feel better, but no, <laughs> absolutely not. No, I, I, it was disgusting. I don't know. Did you get nausea? Oh my, I had it for my entire pregnancy. So I was oh, pregnant yeah. for 41 weeks. And it was like that car sickness. And I actually talked about this on my blog, but the only time that I felt better was when I was at the gym and maybe I was just distracted. And then right after I worked out, like it, it kind of went away. Um, but yeah. I was just kind of that low level car sickness, like nausea oh. all the time. And as soon as I had Quinn, what went away totally fine after I had him but yeah I was sick the whole time but oh. working out actually made me feel better <laughs> well well done for working out oh my goodness that's very that's very uh that's very impressive because I tell you the nausea that I had in my first trimester meant that I wasn't working out very much at all mm -hmm. um I could just go into the back past all the fun stuff and right to the the bikes at the back and sort of keel over a bike sort of hemi semi holding onto my water bottle and one foot in the ladies toilets you know <laughs> um so i think i found it a mental not just a physical adjustment but a real mental adjustment um and i'd seen all these women you know we've got this huge social media influence now i've seen all these women go through pregnancy and they're training and they're they're doing this and they're doing that and they seem to be smashing it and somehow i wasn't able to do that and i suddenly wasn't being as competitive and as performance driven as I was used to. And it was very, very difficult and very challenging. And from very early in my pregnancy, I, I was struggling with feelings of failure. Mm -hmm. I was struggling with doubting myself. I was beating myself up in my head, like, surely I should be able to do this. I should be able to do that. You know, lots, lots, of, lots of personal dialogue like that and it and it continued <laughs> because there was no one telling me any, any anything else all I kept seeing were these women on Instagram these CrossFit athletes these famous CrossFit athletes snatching double body weight into their third trimesters and I was thinking there's this really big gap between what I'm experiencing in pregnancy as what I would call um I, I wasn't I was more than a weekend warrior you know, I, I was I was definitely more than one of these women that loves to go to the gym and then can happily sort of 
carry on life as normal. My life was committed to training, um, but I wasn't professional. So I was in this sort of ether, this gray area, which a lot of women are with, with CrossFit and the introduction of these highly skilled, highly intense sports now. We are working hard, we are playing hard, we're holding down families, we have normal lives, but we are training to all intents and purposes incredibly hard alongside this um and and yet there, there's there's really nothing there and so i just like i said at the beginning i hit hit a bit of a brick wall um i was probably even in a bit of depression at the time um and i i did continue to to uh, work out as much as i could but i committed i made this pact to myself as a physio as a healthcare professional as um I would say a semi-intelligent individual. <laughs> I made this commitment to myself. I was like, I have to educate myself. And the only way to do this is to go right back to the books and create my own guidelines for my demographic because there really isn't much out there. So I started to get dive really deep into the research that we did have. And let's be honest, there's not a lot of actual official research out there. The ethics have not been approved for any studies of pregnant women over 20, lifting over 20 kilograms. And that stands to this day. So, I mean, that's our, our warm up weights, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it was tricky, but there is stuff out there. And it's, it's actually really lovely to see that there are, are emerging research papers and there are more and more people wanting to explore this topic from a fact-based perspective, not just from an opinion-based perspective. We want to do it properly. We want to give women the right advice. And um, it's interesting, there is stuff emerging and we put that those sort of fledgling bits of research together with our own professional experience as healthcare professionals, as coaches and as athletes and going through the experience ourselves uh, and begin to sort of patch together um, some sort of very early early new guidelines I guess mm -hmm. uh, and I, I guess that's that's what I did and and I just it was a continuing learning learning journey for me I got all everything that you possibly could get I got all the pelvic girdle pain I got the back pain I got pubic symphysis problems I had around ligament issues um you name it I had it so I can talk about it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us more about, you know, what happened during that time. Well, you get these round ligament pains as you're starting to grow, as you're starting to, uh, as the belly starts to pop mm -hmm. um, around 16 to 20 weeks. Um, some people do, some people don't, but it can range from, from being a sort of achy, pulling, tugging feeling to really sharp pain whenever you do any sort of uh, any movement. It can be even just standing up from the sofa but essentially sort of stretching or putting your abdominals or your those ligaments around your abdominal section on a bit of a stretch can can trigger it so anything going overhead if you're in the gym for example could trigger it um snatching clean and jerks thrusters so it was something to be mindful of um, and also having to teach myself to begin to switch off my abdominals and my pelvic floor which as athletes we are very very switched on all of the time and I learned very very quickly that there's there's a, 
a huge population of women that are very overactive in their core and their pelvic floor and it can these sorts of pains can be a little bit more troublesome for those people and um so i went through this journey of having to completely switch off my core which felt very very strange um and learning how to take my my pelvic floor which which is your sort of kegel exercises if, if you've heard i mean of course you've heard of those you've heard, you've had a bub um but that would be your pelvic floor exercises that your midwife or a gp talks about having to start doing when you're pregnant but for me i had to learn to switch off my pelvic floor so that i could begin to train my pelvic floor through its entire range not just at the very top range where it was on all the time if that makes sense mm -hmm. So it was a very strange journey and not one that, that your GP or your midwife would be used to discussing with you at all. So it did feel incredibly lonely. Um, and as it went on, you know, I was hobbling around. I wasn't able to do all the things in the gym that the third trimester athletic goddesses could do. <laughs> so um, I just became more and more sedentary and had to come up with different ways to move and and really, really work on my mindset and reach out to people because there was no community. I hadn't created that community yet, which does exist now. The Hatch Athletic Community is a big Facebook group um, that we have healthcare professionals from all over the world in and athletes and people that have gone through the program and been out the other side. So now you could just jump in the group and be like, guys, this hurts. Why does it hurt? Did it hurt for you? And uh, lots of people will respond and be, and be like, of course, yes, you're, this is okay. You know, this is very normal. But at the time it was very lonely. It was very difficult. So yeah, oh my gosh, I'm not selling pregnancy very much, am I? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, this is great. I mean, I just, like you said, like I wish all of this existed, you know, back in 2013 when, you know, I was, yeah, that that woman who wanted to work out hard, wanted to do my CrossFit thing. I mean, that was such a big part of my life. Um, but I was so nervous at the same time. I'm like, should I be doing this? Should I not be doing this? So I just love um, that you have this community. And then you touched upon the mindset stuff. I think yeah. that would have been really, really helpful for me too, because there was definitely the questioning of like, is this okay for me and my body? Is it okay for the baby? But then also, you know, is this the end of my athletic career, quote unquote career? Um, you know, are things going to be, you know, 10 times harder? Am I going to be able to do kipping pull-ups again? You know, like all these questions were running through my head. Um, and this is something we briefly chatted about before we hit record. Um, but let's talk about just that athlete brain and just some of like the mindset stuff and like the patience and maybe the grace that you need to give yourself. I just think that is really relevant to obviously pregnant women, um, but even women who are, you know, multiple years postpartum who are still recovering. I mean, I couldn't do push-ups for probably five years after my son was born just because I didn't take the time to strengthen my core and get things back to where they needed to be. So I think, yeah, I think mindset is probably even more important and a more important skill to focus on during pregnancy and postpartum than your physical training journey. Mm. Um, and there's many reasons for that, that I, that I would love to discuss. I think, I think what we're faced with, and I've touched on this, is that very comp competitive performance-driven women and humans in general will find this journey of, 
of slow slowing down and sort of changing up your training very very challenging um and i just want to introduce the theme of ego as a very as a very positive thing you know we are driven by our egos and we've turned it into a very very positive thing and we that's why we've achieved the things that we have achieved in our sports um but it's it's very very difficult to switch that off as a pregnant as a pregnant person and approach your workouts with a more um, humble or more humility um, approach. And I think the mistake that many women make is, is going to social media, going to the, gen, the general sort of pop, looking at, looking at what other women are doing, comparing themselves, being competitive with themselves and thinking, well, I'm just gonna keep doing pull-ups. I'm just gonna keep smashing myself through pregnancy because well back in the day 10 20 years ago no fitness in pregnancy was looked down upon but we are in an age now where fitness in pregnancy is very cool <laughs> it is very cool and i think um it's almost done a complete double back on itself in that it wasn't cool in my parents time now it's very cool and you see women doing oh my gosh i saw someone doing murph in their third trimester and i know you know what murph is but for anyone that's listening that doesn't know what murph is it's a one mile run it's 100 pull-ups it's 200 push-ups and 300 air squats and a one mile run and this woman was doing murph in her third trimester of pregnancy and the comments that she had so 20 years ago she would have had a you shouldn't be doing this. No, no, no. This is really bad for you. Um, but the comments that she had on her profile, I was really interested to read, was all, go mama, this is fantastic, strong mama, super mum, aren't you incredible, aren't you amazing? Lots and lots and lots of positive affirmation on this woman's Instagram. And I, I'm sorry, but it, it made me feel incredibly sad because I know from, from a physical perspective, that there is a lot of damage that we can do to our bodies during pregnancy. Um, fitness in pregnancy is good, but I also know that there, especially with this high intensity sport that we do and the heavy lifting that we do, there are many, many precautions that we must take as athletes. In fact, probably many more precautions that we need to take in our demographic and in our sport than you would need to if you were a regular gym goer. And so I'm, I'm aware of this and I've, I've worked with women who have been through this and potentially have, haven't listened to the advice and have been approaching their workouts perhaps with a bit of too much competitiveness and perhaps a bit too much of the ego uh, driven mentality, um, thinking that this is a positive thing. But unfortunately, then unfortunately there are some definite physical repercussions from approaching um, pregnancy and into postpartum as well I add we've not really gone there yet but um, that's probably because I'm talking too much <laughs> no, but, um, <laughs> um, but going into it with that mentality of I'm a super mum I can do anything is actually very very physically damaging to the body with our sport um, so that shift in mindset like I say is 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 a shift towards humility and patience during pregnancy, preparing for birth and evolving into a motherhood and into early postpartum as well. And even late postpartum, like you mentioned, 
this is a continuous journey and this journey starts now if you're pregnant if you're postpartum and you want to make some changes this this journey is 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 now and the mindset starts now but the biggest question I get Tina is how like yeah fine you can talk about patience you can talk about humility but we are task driven individuals right so we like a squat program we like we like a program we like to make a plan we like you know i follow follow you we love a plan we love a nutrition plan we love we love to see these results based on things that we do so how can we change our mindset as athletes by actually doing things that we can change and i think um changing our mindset to something called delayed gratification delayed gratification is one um there was this famous marshmallow experiment a long time ago in bygone years where uh, do you know it? <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, where these children were essentially uh given some marshmallows and the scientists went out of the room and he said um don't eat the marshmallows or something like that i, I don't know i've got it completely right and there was this big group of children uh you're not allowed to eat the marshmallows and he goes out of the room um, for a short period of time and then he comes back in the room and some children had eaten the marshmallows and some children hadn't and what this goes to show is some of us are naturally better at this patience thing at this delayed gratification thing than others so the first thing to say is don't beat yourself up if you struggle with this because this isn't this isn't something that you're doing or not doing this is something that's genetic like some people are just find it way more difficult to, to to deal with patients and changing their mindset and and delaying this gratification by gratification in in what we're talking about today it's those hot sweaty workouts that we adore and that we love it's so tempting to just go oh screw it you know I'm just gonna go into the gym and smash another one out you know I, I need that feeling but by delaying that gratification and 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 approaching it with humility is what I, what I was going to try and talk to you about and and the best way to do it and I was talking about tasks is be organized so make a plan write it down plan a session and call it your new training plan share it prioritize it get a new book and this is your pregnancy training book uh, and and plan it out like what type of workouts what you do, will you do commit to an approach that you will have things that you can do positive things that you can do write them down write down the days that you're going to do them and share it and prioritize it and that way the chance of you completing it as you've designed it with those intentions that humility and that new approach that new mindset is way the chance of you achieving that's way higher than that instant gratification of just jumping into the gym and being like ah now i'm just gonna do just gonna do the stuff that makes me feel good instead mm -hmm. um so i would say chipping away at a plan is the best way to deal with patients and then you can reflect on it and see your process and um, there's this wonderful quote um in the lion the witch and the wardrobe books by c.s lewis mm -hmm. i love him yeah <laughs> he says isn't it funny day by day nothing changes but when you look back everything is different mm -hmm. 
So it's all about tiny, tiny, tiny portions. Take every single day as an achievement, as something that you're doing, something that you're chipping away. And then as you go, you'll see you're getting through pregnancy. You're doing this. You're achieving this. This is part of the plan. And then through and out the other side, you're getting through that naught to six weeks. Oh, my goodness, that naught to six weeks is so tough. You're not allowed to exercise. You're going through all these hormonal changes as a new mum. And, you know, it's patience is so difficult. But let me tell you this, patience is needed as a parent. So it's a very good skill to say. It's a very good skill to practice. We're going to you're going to need it for life. You know, the most mundane, repetitive thing that you're ever going to do is being a parent, as well as all the wonderful, brilliant things. It's all of the it's all of the the skills that you have to prepare for now. It's all of the training, you know, the due diligence, the the careful planning and preparation and patience. All those skills that you can use as a parent as well. It steers you away from your favorite things in the moment, but it means that you can get that reward and those fun things as a result of the work that you're putting in now if that makes sense. I didn't know whether that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, oh absolutely. And I love that. I mean, I think that's great advice, you know, obviously for the athlete, but then, you know, as the new mom too. Um, yeah. And then I have a related question to the mindset stuff. I just remember, you know, first trimester, second trimester, just kind of like the, the body image stuff and just how much your body is changing, but then also related to the fitness and not being able to do things. Um, and I definitely had like, moments of like panic being like, am I ever going to be able to work out again? Or is this ever going to feel normal um, to me? But yeah, would you talk about maybe some of the, like the, the body image mindset stuff and just like the physical part of it, I guess. Absolutely. And uh, it's very, very tough, especially for someone that's potentially worked with body composition for a long time. Um, and that has got to a potentially a point that you, where you're comfortable with your body and then suddenly pregnancy takes over and your entire body composition changes. Not only does it happen bump side, but to your entire body, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know, the, ch- the fluctuations in hormones, the changes to your training, the changes to your diet mean that your body composition uh, will change. And, and this is this is a huge, huge mental battle for an athlete. Um, and I would I would say like one of the hardest things that I had to go through. I was very lean, um, very muscular, very lean, and I I started finding cellulite, new cellulite, new new wobbly areas that I'd never had before. Um, and obviously this this beautiful bump that happens. And I think the bump and pregnancy side is the most exciting and the easiest one to adapt to really from a physical perspective in terms of what you like about yourself and what you don't like about yourself but I'd say um and 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 we've touched on that a little bit in terms of if you'll be going through physical physical challenges that will slow down your training and that will change your training and yeah, you'll be looking at yourself in the mirror all the time saying, oh my goodness, this is incredible. Your mind is blown. So there's a lot of excitement. But I think immediate postpartum is extremely challenging time for an athletic woman because 
the excitement of pregnancy is done and you are left with a body that's post-pregnancy that is now, I guess, to all intents and purposes, um, are your responsibility to get back to something that was before? I don't know. And, and you're, you're thinking, oh my goodness, everyone's saying, well, I'm an athlete. I'm, am I going to bounce, bounce back? I hate this word, by the way, bouncing back. And, you know, some people are saying, oh, when am I going to get my pre-baby body back? Um, and the enormity of that task can be very overwhelming, especially in the early days. Um, and not only in the early days, oh my goodness, I was still grappling with some of these mental battles with my physical image, six months postpartum. To tell you the truth, Tina, I'm two years postpartum now, and I still look in the mirror and sometimes get a bit of a shock because it's different. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to, uh, to tell you that it's an easy journey, but what I will, what I will tell you is um, there's, there's this definite self-love element and this self-care element that, that needs to be introduced. And there also needs to be um, a chance to give yourself permission to not be perfect um, and to recognize what you've achieved and what your body's achieved. So it's about, it's about celebrating all the things that you've achieved and writing them down. Your body has been through the most incredible thing. You've created a human, you've birthed a human. You're now, if we're going into, into postpartum, for example, you're now potentially feeding a human with your body if you're breastfeeding. Um, and all of that hormonal soup that comes with, with breastfeeding and postpartum hormones, it doesn't shift overnight. And it, yes, it does take work, but it doesn't, it doesn't last like this forever. It, and it is definitely not a big black tunnel. Um, it is, it, you will get your fitness back. I assure you that you will get your fitness back. And I know that because I've worked with hundreds of women now and they are all saying, oh my gosh, I never thought this was, was gonna happen, but I'm doing my pull-ups again. Oh my gosh, I never thought this would happen. I, I just got, my, got a, a really good uh, deadlift in the, in the books again. And, and these women are, are coming out of this stronger than ever because they did do the work and they did address some of their mindset and they did look at themselves with some kindness and forgiveness. And, they weren't, they just, they didn't beat themselves up long-term about this because the job that they're doing and the job that you're doing is incredible. So just a little bit of time, a little bit of kindness and a little bit of work in there as well mixed in will get you the results that you, that you deserve and that you, that you want. Yeah, you're never going to look the same again. And that's an acceptance thing. Um, it doesn't look the same again, but I'm going to go so far as saying I prefer the body that I'm in now than the body that I was in before pregnancy. Definitely. I don't know about you, Tina. I'm, a, I'm definitely happier in my body and in my mind than I was pre-pregnancy. And that's because of all the work that I've done on mindset and physically as a package and as a mother as well. And I wouldn't change it for the world. So it's a wonderful journey to go on and it's very, very positive if, if you can sort of 
grapple with some of those challenging topics in the early early and more acute stages I think Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I agree and I think a lot of what you're saying I think it really is that patience piece like I think we want things to happen yesterday you know what I mean so we're all like rushing to get back to the gym and rushing to get to work out but like you said you kind of just got to be patient and let things happen the way they are and you know put the work in but you know not rush back into it and then also maybe it's just you know being a mom and doing a lot of the mindset work but a lot of it is it it sounds cheesy but kind of like that self-care and just like being kind to yourself, just what you're saying. Um, but instead of just like rushing back to those body composition goals, like you have other priorities, you know, being a mom and newborns, infants, toddlers, they require a lot of time, energy and patience. Um, but just knowing that your priorities have shift too, I think that really helps as far as just like giving yourself grace, because, you know, when you're before you're pregnant, when you're pregnant, you do have the time to work out. You have the time to like focus on yourself. But once that baby comes, you don't have that same energy, I guess, energy time, (laughs) everything's going on. But I really do. I I think it's so important. I just love what you said there. So yeah. (laughs) It is. And and you touched on a very, a very good topic there. And that's, you know, time, like life's crazy once you've had a baby, right? Um, life never looks the same again and so you're employing all these new strategies to get the training in and to sort of uh, I had a lovely chat with a girl a couple of weeks ago um on one of one of my lives on insta who who said um the only way I get through it with a with is with a lot of humor <laughs> because it's crazy it is crazy but um and I think um I'm, I'm very aware that I've touched on some very deep topics here and some of them are quite I don't want them to come across as negative um, but some of the topics are definitely challenging um, and I think a, a good serving of humour comes goes a long way because reminding yourself that you're not the only one going through this and there is so much beautiful stuff that's coming out of this you've got your bub you've got your growing family you're achieving so much as a mum you're actually thinking about training as well this is incredible <laughs> um, and you know rallying your support network and rallying everyone your community and your gym is an amazing achievement and it's incredibly positive um so 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 we think about it in a really really positive way and all that self-kindness as well um and you can make it happen and women do and we see it all the time so it's crazy but it's totally possible and it's really fun if you just add a little bit of humor into it as well Mm -hmm. don't take it too seriously (laughs) Yeah. 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 I totally agree. Um, so this, like we've touched on some awesome topics. I definitely want to give you some time to talk about your programs and the mini course and kind of just what you offer, because now that we know that this exists, I want to make sure people know where to find you and what they can expect as far as the programs and everything. So do you want to just share, you know, what you offer as far as, um, your resources and your website and Instagram and all those good things? Sure. Well, let's start with the resources because they're free Um, on our website, which is www.hatchathletic.com. On there, we've got some free to download resources. I've actually just rewritten a couple of the eBooks and they're now very comprehensive. Uh, The pelvis pelvic floor 101 eBook is fully referenced um, resource, 17 page resource all about pelvic floor 
dysfunction in athletes and what you can do to avoid it through pregnancy and postpartum. Um, so that's that's a really good one. We've got um, a very hot topic ebook, which is all about diastasis, which is DRA. You might have heard that or abdominal separation. Um, so a big ebook on that as well. And we've also got a free to download video. There's a blog which is full of, of guest blogs. We've got some nutrition stuff. We've got um, some mindset stuff. We've got guest blogs all about anything that you could possibly think of in pregnancy and postpartum training, strength training in there as well. That's all free. Hatch Athletic itself is, is how it all started. That's a 12 week online digital training program for mums that have had their babies, mums that were training in a functional environment pre-pregnancy or potentially through pregnancy as well. And um, it's designed for women that are used to that sort of, those sort of movements. So dumbbells, kettlebells, box, there might be a box in there as well resistance bands and we do end up with barbell movements as well there's a squat and deadlift program in there which is I think very unique it doesn't exist in any any other postpartum program that I know of and um, basically we work with you from a very humble place at six weeks postpartum that's when you get checked by your GP to resume gentle exercise again and we highly recommend, I know it's not commonplace in the US, but we highly, highly recommend going to see a pelvic health or women's health physiotherapist as well, physical therapist, if at all possible. Then you would start Hatch Athletic and do that for 12 weeks as an online program. And we get you back to being comfortable to take on any sort of CrossFit or HIT style class or training session. So that's that. And we also just launched the pregnancy program, um, not program, sorry, pregnancy mini course, which is a three part mini course to teach you everything that I've learned and everything that I teach now to the girls that I work with through each stage of pregnancy. So first trimester, second trimester and third trimester. And it's about just over two hours worth of video content and slides to teach women all about the mental and physical things that they should consider through pregnancy for a safe pregnancy and to get through pregnancy and out the other side with minimal hiccups and lots of support and things like that. We've also got the Facebook group, which I was mentioning before. So that's the Hatch Athletic Community. You can just find it on Facebook and request to join now. And uh, we're all in there having a chat. I do a live every week about a hot topic and we have guests in there as well. So yes, lots of things going on. Yeah, yeah, that is so awesome. I mean, like I've said this a few times, but I'm like, I wish all this existed, you know, when I was pregnant. So I'm so glad that you are um, offering this to your audience and now the carrots and cake audience. So that yeah. is just so awesome. Um, so to um, wrap up, um, what would be your one piece of advice um, that you would give a woman who is just pregnant and is about to embark on this, you know, pregnant athlete journey? What would you say to her? Well, that's a good question. Um, it's going to be a mindset one, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, no, I love that. I love the mindset stuff. Yeah, it's, 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 um, I would say, go humble. Yeah, go humble to your workouts. From the moment you see those double lines on the pregnancy test, you are 
definitely pregnant, even if you're in your first trimester, now is the time to start practicing this new mindset from now. Um, and that is one of self-care, self-love, research, teach yourself, learn, develop, become this autonomous athlete that you were before, but now as a pregnant athlete, become educated, become empowered. And through this entire journey, attack it with this humility and this patience if you possibly can because that will stand you in excellent stead for this journey which can last if you're newly pregnant it, this journey can last between 18 months to two years and beyond uh, into your motherhood journey so yeah I, th I would say go humble and begin to educate yourself as you possibly as much as you possibly can Mm, I love that. I love that. I love that you went with the mindset. <laughs> oh, I, know. I know, but that, that's it. Once you've got the mindset, that's the foundation. And then you build the physical on top and you're a ninja. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, I love that so much. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. This was awesome. Like so, so excited yeah. to share yeah. this with my community. Um, so where can people find you and um, all your resources? Yeah, so we're on Insta. We are on hatch underscore athletic on Insta. You can find us on Facebook. Our page is, is very similar to the Insta page, but if you're more of a Facebook person, then it's hatch athletic, just the word hatch athletic. That's our page. The community is hatch athletic community group. So just request to join that. There's a couple of questions for you to join that group, but then you'll be in there. Um, or there's our website as well www.hatchathletic.com I'm always here this is a tiny little business it's just me at my desk usually doing the work during Ralph's naps <laughs> um, uh, so it's just it's the hustle it's the mum hustle so and I'm incredibly receptive to emails and messages from from women from all over the world I work with people all over the world so send me an email cat at hatchathletic.com or drop me a DM in any of those social spaces. And I would love to hear from you. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was awesome. And thank you so much for having me, Tina. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Definitely check out Cat and Hatch Athletic. Sorry, I cannot speak. Um, <laughs> And thank you so much.